0: Hi there. Welcome to CMDA Canada's Easter devotional series. My name is Larry and Today's special guest is Dr. Theodore Fenske, who is a cardiologist in Edmonton, Alberta. And Ted and his wife, Tanya, have been tremendous supporters of student ministry in Edmonton, uh, inviting the students over to their house for meals and fellowship on a regular basis. So Ted and Tanya, I really appreciate that. and I know the students do as well. Ted will be joined today by a couple of musicians, a Dr. Nathan Stefani, who's a physician in Nanaimo, BC, and his roommate Brian Ray, who happens to be a law student, will be sharing their musical talents with us. If at any time during today's presentation you'd like to ask the members of CMDA Canada to join you in prayer, please include your prayer on the comments section in Facebook, And John Dykeman, our ministry lead, will be gathering all those prayers together and offering them to the Lord at the end of today's session. Today is the sixth in a seven-part series that leads up to a special event that's occurring on Saturday, May 30th, from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be welcoming uh, Dr. David Stevens, who's the CEO or former CEO of CMDA in the United States, And Dave's presentation will be on the theme, Sufficient Courage, really calling us to really rely on the promises of Christ, even in difficult times like the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, We really feel that uh, this will be a message of uh, great hope and inspiration for Christian doctors and dentists uh, in these difficult times. So please uh, sit back, relax, enjoy yourselves, and Be open to all the blessings that the Lord has to offer you in today's devotional. God bless you.
1: Welcome to the Christian Medical Dental Association Spring Devotional Series. My name is Ted Fenske, and I'm a practicing cardiologist in Edmondson and chair of the local CMDA chapter. It's my privilege to lead this devotional time together. The topic of our meditation today is Listening Prayer. The title I've chosen is The Still Small Voice. The grounding text for today's devotion is taken from 1 Kings 19 verses 11 to 12 in the Old Testament when Elijah went to Horeb after the dramatic display of God's power on Mount Carmel retreating there from King Ahab and Jezebel, fleeing for his life. Then he said, Go out, stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. We're bombarded by a multitude of voices, from advertising and selling to criticizing, predicting, forecasting, particularly in this time of COVID-19, the incessant uh, frenzied reporting that we have and the paranoia. We need to be aware of the happenings in this world by all means and we have responsibilities. People look to us, ask us questions. We are meant to be in the world. Our luxury is not hiding away somewhere in silent seclusion. But at the same time, how can we be in the world and not get caught up in part of it? C.S. Lewis, in his book Mere Christianity, said of this bombardment we have it comes the very moment you wake up in the morning. All of your wishes and hopes for the day rush at you like wild animals. and The first job each morning consists simply of shoving them all back, listening to that other voice. Of course, the other voice he's referring to is God's voice, the voice of Jesus. The Lord has a voice, and he uses it. In the words of Francis Schaeffer, the reason we have an answer to life's meaning is because the infinite personal God, the God who is there, is not silent. The voice of Jesus is not reserved for some select few, the spiritual elite, pastors or priests, or those who have it all together. He speaks to each and every one of us, his sheep. And those who have ears to listen, hear it, know it, and follow it. In the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 2 to 5, scripture says, The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they'll never follow a stranger. In fact, they'll run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. The way we become familiar with the voice of Jesus is to be immersed in Scripture, of course, the Living Word, and to listen for His voice throughout our day, and particularly when we're in prayer. As a spiritual discipline, prayer is absolutely essential. There are many important forms of prayer that we can take part in and should. Corporate prayer, recited by priests and pastor; or group sharing with prayer requests, even mealtime grace of thanksgiving for food with personal relationship comes personal prayer. Our recent uh, Western student retreat spent time uh, considering prayer structure and how we can use the Psalms to pray for us. There's real value here. However, oftentimes our prayers are, are one way only us praying to God. Like Tony Campola would joke, his grandson who said, I'm off to bed now, I'll be praying. Anyone want anything? We give our prayer requests to God and then and we finish. I like to consider in this devotional time listening prayer, where we pray and make our request to God, but then remain in prayer and listen for His voice and His response. Not an answer machine prayer where we leave a list of requests and then hang up, but a conversational prayer, which a large component of this is listening. Being attentive to what god is saying both through his word through our church leadership our worship experiences the sacraments holy spirit convictions and affirmations and promptings hearing god hearing god's voice is well within our capacity he's already spoken into our lives and continues to do so and this is the promise of prayer in jeremiah chapter 33 verses uh, 2 to 3. This is what the Lord says. He who made the earth, the Lord who formed it and established it, the Lord is his name. Call to me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. God's not saying here that the devil will answer and deceive us, nor is he saying that he might answer, nor is he saying that he will answer if, but rather, He's saying that He will indeed answer us. We've each had experiences and perhaps not fully recognized them as such at the time. Times when the Holy Spirit gave us a nudge to call us into invitation. Or God speaking through Scripture, that holy highlighter, where certain words just jump out and convict us. Or God speaking through a sermon, when it felt like the words were directed right at us. Or during worship, for example, when the lyrics stood out. We had one of those head-to-heart moments. Or during prayer, we suddenly felt a conviction of needing to make amends with someone, or I had the face of someone come to mind to pray for. Let's take a few moments now with an exercise in listening prayer. I ask you to take up a posture of prayer and reflect as I lead through a series of questions intended to quicken our senses to the voice of God. Let us now quieten ourselves before the Lord, maker of heaven and earth, our rock and our redeemer. Heavenly Father, you delight in in your beloved. Bring to mind, Lord, we ask, the time and place when you first invited us into your family. Remind us how you spoke to us then, how you spoke to our hearts at that time. Lord, you've revealed yourself to us in Scripture, all of which is God-breathed. What book would you like us to read from today? Do you have a Scripture in mind for us? Could you highlight a verse that you'd like us to hear now? Tell us why. Lord God, You who inhabit the praises of your people, bring to mind a particular worship song for us today. Which lines of the lyrics would you like us to pay particular attention to? Why, Lord? Speak to us through these words. Lord Jesus, we are a sinful people and continually fall short of your will for our lives. How have we grieved your heart this week? Bring this to mind. And bring to mind, Lord, where we now need to ask for forgiveness. Please forgive us, Lord. Heavenly Father, your God of yes and affirmation. How have we pleased you this week? Our thoughts, words, and deeds bring this to mind. In this COVID 19 crisis of fear and isolation, Lord, other people we need to connect with. Bring someone to mind who you'd like us to make contact with. What words of scripture would you like us to share with them? Is there someone who needs to hear encouragement from us, Lord? A friend, a colleague, at work, a family member? How might we be a blessing in their lives right now? What words of blessing would you like us to convey to them? now, may the risen Lord be present to each of us this day and forward as we call out to him, listen attentively to his voice and for his answer to the call on our lives. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, both now and forevermore. Amen.
2: Dream. Heaven held his breath till that stone was moved for good. For the lamb you conquered, death.
3: Uh, I'm John Dykeman, as Larry had said earlier. You know, I was just thinking about through our devotional. It's just so neat that how Larry and Stephanie are in Halifax. Ted did this marvelous devotional in Edmonton. Nathan and his roommate are in Nanaimo. And they led us in worship. And I'm here in Toronto. And here we are CMDA Canada. And it's just so great to be with you. And we're representing people from coast to coast and everywhere in between. So. I was really encouraged by Dr. Fensky's devotional. I felt like he was like bringing us right into God's presence. And I feel like what he was doing is so important in this world that we find ourselves in, where we're busy, preoccupied, stressed, full caseload at the hospital, that sort of thing. And Ted raised this great question at the beginning of his devotional: How do we be in the world? and not not get caught in the world. So let me say that again. How do we be in the world and not get caught up in in it, in the world? And I feel like Ted's devotional, the style in which he led us into God's presence is the antidote, is the solution, is the remedy to this issue, to this need. Dr. Fenske brought that remedy. Um, He helped us to slow down And be attentive to the Lord Jesus. Spiritual thinker and pastor Pete Scazzaro, whom I'm a huge fan of, said that this type of practice is what we would call slowed down spirituality, something that I think a lot of evangelicals overlook and are wanting to expand the kingdom and bring more people to Jesus. Unfortunately, Dr. Fenske can't be with us right now, but I felt like he left us with a lot of good things to think about and how we can integrate some of these practices into our own lives. I have a devotional that I use. It calls for two minutes of silence and solitude at the very beginning. And I find this probably the most helpful part of the devotional. It's not about me speed reading through my scripture and then listening off a host of prayer things to God. You know, Ted used that analogy of us talking on an answering machine, saying everything that we want him to do for us and then hanging up and not waiting for an answer. But this style of prayer opens opens us up to the fact that God wants to speak to us. Jesus says in the Gospel of John that the sheep, his sheep know his voice and we are his sheep. And when we open ourselves up by slowing down to be with Jesus, we can experience him. And that's where I feel like the real remedy to busyness, stress, overwork, burnout is there. It's, it's being with the Lord and experiencing his presence. And we'd be surprised on what can happen in those moments. So um, I just wanted to say one thing. Uh, Larry Worthen and Stephanie Potter, they worked hard to put together this devotional material that can be used actually for you in your own time. It's a document. Um, and I think Stephanie sharing it right now. It's, we, we've dubbed it as Dr. Fenske's prescription for a healthy heart. And we all know he's a cardi- cardiologist, so it just fit really well there. And there's some prayer points there on things that we need to be doing to slow ourselves down, to be in God's presence, looking at the word, looking, putting our eyes to Jesus, slowing down and just being with him. And so this document will be available on our Facebook page at CMDA Canada. It's also gonna be available online under our devotional section. And and if you don't find it there, I know that if you email Stephanie Potter at CMDA Canada, um, she will definitely send it your way. So take that, use that with you and incorporate that into your daily devotional life. And, And like Ted's devotional, it was only a 10 minute devotional, but I felt like although we were remaining in the same place, it was taking us to a different place almost like a little mini Sabbath. And as I said, I really think that's the remedy to some of our busy uh, lives that we find ourselves in. So I want to move into a time of prayer. And so I'm just going to be checking to see if any of you have posted anything on our Facebook live to pray for. I've already received a couple prayer requests. That is to pray for um, um, Luke, who is looking for success with a, a job interview um, also we need to pray for Don who is having major cancer surgery today so we'll certainly be praying for Don and there may be a couple more coming through Oh, I'm not seeing anything right now but we're gonna lift those items up to God in prayer trusting that he is the great physician and that he is the provider he is the one who has our lives in the palm of his hand so um, so let's pray together. Father in heaven, we're so grateful for this ministry. We're grateful for our leaders from coast to coast. Um, Ted working with the students in Edmonton and preparing this wonderful, beautiful devotional of slowing down to be with Jesus. Uh, we're grateful for Nathan and his roommate Brian and how they've offered their musical gifts for us at the national conference, but also at this devotional. We're grateful for Larry and Stephanie and Lori, you work so hard at the head office there in Halifax. And I thank you for this material that we now have at our at our use uh, to be incorporated into our own devotional time um, outside of uh, this video. Lord God, we want to lift up to you Don who has uh, cancer surgery today. And Father, we pray your healing hand be upon Don. Uh, give uh, the surgeons... And those caring for him wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. And I pray that you would bring your full healing power into his body, Jesus. Father, we think of Luke, who is in need of a a job and has a prospective job. And I think the interview is coming up this Friday. And we lift Luke up to you, Jesus. We want the very best for he and his family's life. And we pray, Father, that you would open the doors that only you can open and close the doors that only you can close. And so would you bless Luke, give him uh, confidence and preparation as he prepares for his uh, interview on Friday. And Lord God, uh, we want to lift up to you all of our members across Canada who are some working on the front lines in the hospitals, some who have been affected one way or another by COVID, be it a dental practice that's closed or maybe a family practice that's gone to telemedicine or something like that, God. we want to lift all of our members up to you, knowing that you care for them. They spend so much time caring for others, Father. And may they just be reminded that we deeply care for them as CMDA and that you, Jesus, deeply care for them too. Um, just as a, as a father loves a child, Father, you love them. And I pray that they would know that deeply, uh, that Jesus um, is extending his arms out to each one of us today. And so, Lord God, we thank you for our time together, and we look forward to doing this again soon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And so I wanted to share with you uh, uh, that next week we have Margaret Cottle, who's finishing off for us our last devotional of the series. This is our last Wednesday before Pentecost, which is exciting, and I know that Margaret will have an excellent message. Um, I don't know the full extent of it, but hey, a passage from Revelation. And I've been working on the book of Revelation with our students here in the city and uh, excited to, to, to do that um, next week. But yeah, it's been, a, it's been a wonderful journey to be a part of these devotionals these last six weeks. And I look forward to uh, uh, next week. And of course, our as Larry had mentioned, our big AGM on Saturday, the 30th of May. And I know that will be a great session with Dr. Dave Stevens leading us in uh, devotional and so i want to close with this with this uh blessing just as we go this is a reading from the book of jude and many of you maybe don't know a lot about the book of jude but jude has this great doxology at the very end and i'm going to use it as the blessing for today to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only god our savior be glory majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Been great to be with you this afternoon. Bye-bye.